Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real-life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Socially Selling Podcast. I am super excited to talk to you guys today about something that I think a lot of people can benefit from hearing about, and that is time-saving tips for direct sellers, or if you're in network marketing or socially selling of any kind. Um, And honestly, even just in general, I think, you know, working moms could benefit from a lot of the things that I'm about to share. So I hope this episode is helpful and impactful to you. Uh, You know, so many people in this industry they get to a certain place in their business, right? Where they recognize that they're going to drop the ball in something, in some area of their life. So whether it be, you know, with their family or be with, um, you know, their responsibilities at home, maybe it's, you know, something with their business, they maybe start to step into that leadership role and realize that, man, you know, I'm really struggling to juggle some of these things in my personal business, right? And so something that I personally have just experienced through the years of, you know, working my business in different seasons of life is kind of recognizing, number one, when I need to ask for help (laughs) and be okay with it, right? So I'm like a super driven personality, like I want things to be done a certain way, and I have had to embrace the, you know, delegation process and being okay with letting go of things and, you know, also just being okay with, you know what, sometimes 80% of, you know, what would have been 100% of my effort, but someone else is able to give in 80% is better than taking away from my time, right? And so I just want to encourage you guys that no matter where you are in your business, I'm going to be sharing some strategies that I have implemented and just some things to consider. You know, there's even some stuff um, on the home front that you might want to think about doing or starting. And it's not, I don't want to share all of this information for you to feel like I have to do all of it right now. I want to share some things that have worked for me and that do work for me so that you can maybe take like two or three suggestions from this episode and save it and maybe come back to it when you start to see and recognize that, you know what, I am beginning to feel a little bit overwhelmed. And so now 
I, you know, it's time for me to, you know, what else can I delegate or automate or eliminate, right? And so there's really two buckets that this concept of saving time falls into. I mean, let's be honest, time is really the only resource that you can never get back. You can't get more of, I mean, we all have the same amount. Um, There is no, um, you know, like, you know, there's no one out there, at least that I know of, (laughs) that has figured out how to time travel, how to go back in time, how to give yourself more time, how to um, master time. But I think there are some things that we can do to help make our life more enjoyable and be able to thrive. And, you know, something that we talk about in Multiply 2.0, that's our coaching program that you can join now at any time throughout the year, which is so exciting. I will make sure to include the link to join our coaching community and course in the show notes. But something that we talk about is time management. And, um, you know, we have a whole session on time management and kind of helping you decide, you know, what is most important for you and your business, right? And just we talk a little bit about um, IPAs, like income producing activities, but then also breaking down like really what does your day need to look like, you know, for you? Because everyone is different, right? Some of you that are listening to this have a full-time job. And some of you have a part-time job. Some of you have kids. Some of you do not. Some of you are um, in a season where you're trying to transition from, you know, working a full-time job to building a network marketing business. And so you're trying to figure out how to maximize the time that you have. And so, you know, hopefully some of the things that I share are helpful to you. So the first question I think that you want to always ask yourself in general is looking at your schedule and no matter what it is, right? I would encourage you to ask yourself this question. How much are you worth? Meaning, what does an hour of your work deserve to be paid? And if there is something that you are doing that you could pay someone less money than what you think you deserve, it's worth investing in, right? Because chances are, regardless of what it is that you do, with regardless of the business, you know, no matter what, if you look at something and you say, okay, on average, this is about how much money I make in an hour. Just if you were to guess, like if you were to say, I work this many hours on average a week, and you know what? It might even be good to do like a time audit to kind of take a day in the life or a week for a week and literally write, jot down, say, okay, here are some things that I do on Mondays, you know, and here's about, and whether you decide to, you know, write down every minute of every day and like what's your, um, literally what you are, you know, spending your time on or just kind of, you know, doing an estimate, whatever works for you, but that'll give you an idea of how you're spending your time. And there may be some tasks that you're doing that wouldn't really cost someone that much if you were to outsource it. Okay. So that's the first question you have to ask yourself is what do I deserve to be paid in an hour? And of course we all would say like a million dollars because moms do all the things, but just realistically, right? Like what is it that you are worth? 
And so um, the next thing that I have done for a while now, and I know some very successful uh, powerhouse, you know, entrepreneurs do something very similar to this. And that is before I go to bed when I, well, okay, let me backtrack. Something that I have noticed when I have a really productive day, okay, something that I have almost always done the night before is I have sat down and journaled and like almost wrote out a schedule for myself, like just kind of brain dumped. Now I use my calendar, my Outlook calendar to, you know, that's where everything, like my entire schedule for the tasks I have to show up for, to-do list items are all in one place on my calendar because I can see it on my computer and on my phone. But this is something I do almost like a brain dump is I just say, okay, you know, I'm going to sit down in bed. I've got my essential oils going. I'm relaxing. I've taken my Hue and Grace night supplement. So I'm starting to like calm down, you know, decompress for the evening. I'm drinking my water or hot tea, right? Everyone has their evening routine. And the days that I have had the most like productivity and like I've felt the best is when I have done this activity. So I pull out a notebook, a piece of paper, and I literally just say, okay, this is what time I have to be up. This is what I'm going to do. You know, I'm going to pack lunches. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to get Evelyn dressed for Princess and Pirate Day. I'm going to, you know, go on my walk. I'm going to shower. I'm going to blah, 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 blah. At nine o'clock, I have to have Evelyn at school. At, you know, um, 10 o'clock, I have to be on Multiply 2.0. At, you know, 1130, I'm going to record a podcast episode. At 12 o'clock, I have to be on this Zoom call. At one o'clock, I'm going to blah, 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 right? So then I'm going to say like, okay, I'm going to insert the tasks that need to be done throughout the day. And so when I look over, you know, my business and I say, okay, wow, like this is one of the things that has contributed to me having success. And it's not a matter of, okay, yeah, sure. I could just look at my, you know, calendar on my phone and be like, okay, I have to show up and do these things. But there is something in your brain and something really powerful about writing things down. And so, you know, some of you out there are like, oh, I do a paper planner and like, that's what I love and, you know, whatever. And that's awesome. Like I used to do a paper planner and I just had to transition because I was keeping up with way too many things. But I do think have a ton of notebooks that I have done stuff like this in where I just do a brain dump and I do journaling and I, you know, kind of write out some things like, you know, whatever it is, that project that I'm working on. Okay. And so um, really, truly, you know, this could be done daily or you could sit down and do this weekly, like on a Sunday night and then kind of look back at it each day before you go to bed and just kind of say, okay, I have to do this, 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 and this. Okay. So however you decide to do it is up to you, but it has really helped me show up in a way that I am focused I have clarity. I know what has to be accomplished that day, like whether it's three big tasks or one specific thing or, um, you know, where I'm going to need to be. And and I feel like um, I saw a quote once and I'm like, this is so true. You guys are all going to laugh when you hear this, because if you're a mother and if you're a mompreneur and or just like work out of the home or you work from home or wherever, you are going to be like, oh, my gosh, yes. And it said motherhood is essentially 
learning how to count backwards with time because we're constantly saying, okay, if we have to be here by then, then I'm going to have to, you know, have 30 minutes to do this. And I'm going to have to have 10 minutes to get this. And then really 20 minutes because Evelyn is a struggle to get dressed in the morning. And Sarah takes about 15 minutes to wake up. So then I have to, you know, so it's like literally you're counting backwards. Like how much time do I have to have? Right. Um, and that is literally why I think it's so powerful to just kind of write it all out the night before so that you're not waking up and being like, oh no, I forgot it's princess and pirate day. So we need 10 extra minutes for Evelyn to decide which princess she wanted to be because I didn't forget it was princess pirate day, you guys, but oh my word, <laughs> it took her like 20 minutes to decide which one she wanted to dress up as. I should have given her no choice, but anyway. Y'all know how that is. <laughs> um, okay, so once you've done that, there are two buckets in which you can automate, eliminate, delegate, and just master your time, all right? And those two buckets are on the home front and in your business, all right? So if you're taking notes, you're going to have kind of two different buckets. So um, the first one, we're going to talk about home and kind of unpack that for just a little bit. So when it comes to mastering your time at home and, you know, just having, you know, when I share some time saving tips, these are things that I personally do or have done or know other people are doing these. So these are real things, okay, <laughs> that you might want to consider if you have not already done this, okay? So the first thing is checking off the box of auto pay on bills. Now, I know this sounds kind of like, well, duh, but a lot of people may not. Like we even have some bills that they're, you know, still coming in the mail and like we'll send out checks to or whatever because either there's not an option for auto pay or, um, you know, when the bill comes in, then we go online and pay because it can't just come out automatically, right? And so that just takes that little few minutes extra where you have to think about something else, right? It takes usually adults like, um, 17 minutes apparently to transition from one task to another. And so that's why the concept of batching is like so powerful because when you have to even just, you know, maybe you, you go check the mail cause you're like, I just need to get outside, take a break from my day or whatever. If you're working from home or when you come home, you check the mail and you're like, Oh, okay. This bill is here. You know? So just having that some that one thing to, to check off your plate that, you know what, everything is on auto pay, at least as much as possible. And it'll just take the pressure and stress off of, you know, wondering, did I pay this bill? Do, you know, do, whatever, right? Um, okay, so groceries and meal prepping. Okay, so honestly, I am obsessed with Instacart. Like literally, I use Instacart every single week, sometimes twice a week. and it is truly a lifesaver because the way I look at it is I am happy to pay someone $15, you know, $20, whatever, you know, based on the how much groceries to do my grocery shopping. And I know that, you know, some of the prices are a little higher on there because it's on Instacart. But honestly, it saves me so much time. I'm like, I'm worth way more than, you know, 30, 40 bucks extra that it might cost to go for two hours to the grocery store. Okay. Like I just, or even an hour, right? Whatever. And to be honest, half the time when I'm there, I end up buying a bunch of stuff I don't need anyway. <laughs> so I look at it like I'm saving time, money, and, um, you know, and not buying a ton of stuff that I don't need. Uh, and so another 
uh, option is to also order, you know, there's like meal prep services, you know, that you can order like, you know, get the meals in the mail and cook for your family and all that kind of stuff. So that's an option as well. Uh, and then some other things that you might want to consider that you probably haven't is your lashes. Okay. Like I get my lashes done because I am not a huge fan of makeup. I don't wear any makeup on my face except for on my eyes and sometimes lipstick. And so, um, I mean, to me, it's like, I don't have to put on makeup. I get up, I have my lashes on, I wash my face and I'm good to go. Right. So it just saves me a ton of time. And I always get a little cat nap in when I'm there. <laughs> um, and then let's see, you can also have, you know, get your nails done or any other service like that. But really, you know, some other things that you might want to consider is if you have children or pets or what, you know, whatever, like if you need a nanny or babysitter or a dog walker, you know, someone to come and help with, um, you know, on occasion, just because you are in direct sales and you started your business to stay home with your kids does not mean that you can never and you should never have a nanny or a babysitter. Okay. Let me just like say that again. Do not feel guilty. Okay. You are running a business. And so sometimes, yes, that means you need to have someone come in and help for a couple of hours so that you can be laser focused on your goals. Okay. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing is, I have a girl who comes in and she is amazing. She is a college student at the college in the, in the town I live in. And she literally just comes in and helps with all the things. Okay. Like she'll do laundry for me. She will pick up my house. She has done my dishes. If my kids leave the playroom upstairs, a complete disaster, she will pick it up. Not that my kids never have to pick up after themselves. Okay. I'm sure people are listening and like, Oh, wouldn't that be nice? I'm like, my kids still have to pick up after themselves. But sometimes y'all know how it is. It just gets out of control. And then when they pick it up, they don't put it in the right place. Okay, here, here this is coming back to the OCD. And it's not that she necessarily knows where all of my stuff goes and how to put it back, but it's sometimes just helpful to have an extra set of hands. And so find a college student or a high school kid to come in and just help you kind of organize. And, you know, every now and then, I mean, literally she comes once a week for a couple of hours. I pay her like 40, 50 bucks max, depending on how long she's here. And it is so helpful. Okay. Now she sometimes babysits, but not a whole lot now that both of my kids are in school. Okay. Uh, we also have a lawn care service. So this is incredible because my husband, even though he like liked to mow and do that kind of stuff, he was kind of like, it's not something he was like had to do. Right. And so you're not going to pay a ton of money for them to come and take care of your yard. And then your spouse or you could take care of other things. To me, it is just, um, so worth it. All right. So let's transition and talk a little bit about your business and how you can uh, save time within your business. So the first thing I think we've already kind of covered is that is to just really like prep or plan for your um, week, your day, um, but also your month. So you know, this can look a variety of ways. Uh, one thing that I used to do when I was a national executive with Pampered Chef was I had what was called kind of like a 12 week 
planning session. Okay. I would bring in my top leaders and we would have kind of map out what were some of the things that we wanted to do with our team and our organization. So it would be, okay, maybe knowing the season of the year, right? So I would be like, okay, cool. We are, you know, just launched new products or something. Let's do a mega bash, you know, as an organization and kind of like working through like, when do we want to do that? What is it going to look like? What are the moving parts and pieces that are going to have to come together for it to be a success? Okay. So we would just basically get together and plan out that quarter of the year. And um, once once we did that, it was it was kind of like, okay, we have this big overarching plan. So now like who is going to be in charge of what? You know, how are we going to, um, you know, who's going to schedule the content? Who's going to create the graphics? Who's going to, you know, lead the trainings and do this? And so it just kind of gave us a roadmap of what we were going to do to support the organization as a whole. And then in my personal business, I would do something very similar. I would say, okay, what are my goals for how I want to show up on social media? You know, and so I'd kind of like go through like, okay, if I'm going to be featuring this product because it was on the host special or, you know, for those of you like in uh, Beachbody or something, maybe you have some kind of like workout group what challenge challenge there you go <laughs> that you're starting and so you're like okay how am i going to market what i'm going to offer the next week right how am i going to market this week um and like attract people that might be interested in what we're doing next week right and so just kind of planning things out ahead of time because then you know yes I, or i mean no you don't have to necessarily have like every single graphic created and every single thing done right then but it gives you a roadmap so that you feel um, like showing up is just this part of your day and not a reactive state where you are like just throwing something on social media because you have to post something, which brings me to the next concept, and that is batching. So batching is such a common term nowadays, I feel like, and like something really popular that that a lot of people are talking about. And the reason is because you are so much more productive when you batch, okay? I mean, in re in all honesty, I would love to say that I batch all of my content and all the things, but honestly, for the most part, in what I'm doing now, because I'm literally running two businesses, we are, you know, with the Thriving Tribe community and like our uh, Scrip and Baxter coaching and Multiply and all that, we really just try to focus on, okay, we have a roadmap of what we want it to look like for this rest of 2022. But we have our content done one week out, okay? And so with my own personal like page and business, I don't always plan ahead. Like I will batch reels and I will batch um, captions, but I don't always know when I'm going to post what is what I'm trying to say. And so I think it kind of gives me the creativity, which I am truly a creator. <laughs> it gives me the cre creativity to say, oh man, I, today I really want to share blank, right? Or today I really want to do this, okay? And when you're batching, you know, your content and all that kind of stuff, you can schedule out your post. If you are leveraging Facebook or a community or you have a blog or um, a website, you know, you can schedule things so that you're not necessarily having to be on there and like, you know, remembering 72 things. Uh, and so some of the things that, you know, can be done in this arena as far as scheduling posts. And, you know, when I had someone, um, I literally hired a VA, a virtual assistant 
And she would help me create all of my Facebook parties back in the day. I was doing, you know, virtual parties and she would also manage all of my customer, um, you know, contacts on project broadcast. That's a texting service that you can automate through and run campaigns and all the things I'll have to do an, a podcast episode on what you can do with project broadcast another day. Cause there's just not enough time, but you guys, a virtual assistant might be something that you need to invest in. Okay. And we literally are working on a partnership with a virtual assistant now to help our community. So if this is something you're like, Ooh, I'm, I am probably in need of one. Then basically a virtual assistant can help with tasks that are repeated that really anyone could do. Right. So like I said, setting up virtual parties, taking customers, phone numbers and importing them into uh, project broadcast, right? Anyone can do that kind of stuff. Okay. And so, you know, just basically anything that you don't want to do and you could delegate or that you don't have to do, I guess I should say, uh, that would be, that is the time <laughs> to look for help. Okay. Uh, and Guys, if you're like, I don't have the money yet. Do you have teenagers that live in your house? Okay. Do you have little kids that could help you do certain things? Um, even at home, you know, folding laundry, you know, um, sweeping, picking up, feeding the dogs, taking the dogs on a walk. You know, there's lots of things that you could do to give you more time. And then, um, you know, another thing that you might want to consider in regards to your business is to create FAQs. So basically, if you have people that are constantly asking you, like that are either brand new or a leader or whatever, right? Customers, right? That are asking you the same questions over and over and over. Take note of that. Like take note of that and create an FAQ. You, you could have a customer FAQ or like a welcome email with an FAQ, like a, you know, welcome, whatever. You can have an onboarding welcome email for teammates or a, um, you know, on your team page, an FAQ page that you're basically like, you know, they tag people in. Um, you can have even for your leaders, you know, common questions because you, as you have, you're growing your team and developing leaders, you're going to have new people coming in. And I had a welcome video even for my leaders so that they knew coming in to leadership, what I expected, you know, what they needed to be focused on and um, just kind of answering some questions that a lot of people would ask as a new leader. So this might be something to consider. Uh, and then something else you might want to think about is anything that you do or create for yourself, create an SOP. So a standard operating procedure so that your leaders and anyone that's trying to help you. So like a virtual assistant or whatever could easily duplicate it and repeat the process without necessarily needing your help or your support. And the reason why something like this is so powerful is because simplicity and duplication scale at a faster rate, so much faster than if you, one person, right, have to handhold every single person and every single leader and every single customer that joins you and, and you know, purchases from you or promotes with you, okay? And we don't want to have to do that, right? The goal is essentially to, yes set the standard and the pace for our team, but also to multiply ourselves. So to create many versions of you who are 
creating and launching and building and scaling their own empire and that you can partner with, not so much have to tug and pull along. So I hope that these ideas and suggestions are helpful to you. I um, am really passionate about time management and, um, you know, just getting things, you know, automated, eliminated or delegated so that I can show up, leverage the little bit of time that I have and be the best version of myself no matter who I am encountering in my life. So if this was helpful, feel free to send it, to copy the link. Literally, you can just like, if you're, no matter where you're listening, you can copy the link, send it to a friend, a business, um, you know, bestie, or your downline, your upline, your sideline, because that is how we get the word out about this episode and this podcast and um, our mission of helping 100 women or men, <laughs> uh, create a thriving business and making $100,000 or more, right? I've been so blessed abundantly by this opportunity and, um, you know, built a six multi six figure business myself. And I am, you know, looking for people to help do the same. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.